0: Welcome to the Divine Inspiration Network. My name is Reverend Arlene Cahed, and tonight we are doing a rebroadcast of the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam. Now, we want to go ahead and invite you out to Reverend Jamel's church called the Universal Centers for Love, and the address for that place is 1119 East 30th Street, in baltimore maryland again that address is 1119 east 30th street in baltimore maryland services start at 1030 and we would be more than joyful and Happy if you come join us. Anyway, this is episode seven with the Sacred Masculine Show, and in this particular episode, Reverend Jamel uh, brings on his children, um, giving people a full idea and spectrum about what the Sacred Masculine encompasses. So we hope that you enjoy the show, and we will see you soon.
1: This is Reverend J from the Sacred Masculine Show, Reverend Jamel A. Gilliam, Reverend J, if you really know me. Let me tell you a little bit about the Sacred Masculine Show. The Sacred Masculine Show is a place for spiritual brothers and the women that love them, doing regular stuff for love, family, community, careers and wealth. And although this show is moderated by masculine individuals. This show addresses the ideas and views of all those seeking to know and live the peace, that's right, a peace of God, or any other name they may address it as. This show may also include the humorous side and human side of knowing God. So to those who have come to the realization that they are perfectly imperfect, you are indeed in the right place. Welcome home. So I have some special guests here today to acknowledge and uh, celebrate A few things, Uh, you know, we're we're, uh, coming close to the Thanksgiving holiday and I wanted to have the Sacred Masculine Show children, you know, uh, Reverend Jay has uh, two of his own offsprings and I wanted to allow them to participate participate in this venture. Uh, I want to give them a chance to uh, introduce, who wants to go first? You guys want to say hello out there? Hi.
2: What's up up, guys, I'm Opal, that was Journey, that was at first.
1: You want to say something?
2: Hi.
1: okay, so they're gonna be a little shy, which is very interesting because they're typically not that shy, but we wanted to uh give you guys a heads up uh I felt it important uh to have my family here uh as an extension of myself, uh just knowing that how thankful I am uh in having uh in having children and having family. There are a lot of people out here who don't have family. Or, you know, folks who've never had children or are separated from their families and their children. And so I wanted to talk about uh, the Sacred Masculine Show because this is, you know, I'm not here to um, be something other than a, and then what I am. Uh, and I have to share with you my personal journey spiritually and, you know, one which I'm still embarking upon. Um, I made a decision a long time ago uh, as as a, as a single parent prior to being married. I made a decision... Uh, that I wanted, you know, what did I want my children to know me as, to remember me by. And I think, you know, just really what I came up with was that I wanted them to have a father, to have a dad who was spiritual. And so that was important. You know, that was really important to me. Not only because I wanted to wanted them to be inspired and empowered, I also wanted them to uh, embrace God for themselves. And I'm not here to to preach or to, to guide them in any particular direction. I am here to demonstrate to them, uh, you know, like myself, there are many, uh, uh men out there, African American or other of other races who, you know, weren't, uh, who didn't have fathers. And so, you know, the fathers that I, the father that I have, uh, was the disabled vet due to the Vietnam war. And there were several, uh, men who stepped up, uh, in his place who basically, um, made a decision to be there to support me and my brother and my mother. And so I'm I'm just simply here to kind of testify that uh, for the brothers out there that are listening, if you are dating a woman, if there are some children in your family, you know, your nieces or nephews, you know, feel free to step up, be encouraged, know that you do uh, your presence in their lives is needed. And know that you know if you if you're separated from your own children, regardless of the relationship that you may have with their mothers, it's important that you still be a father. Um, and so, as a as, as a gesture, I, I definitely want to share my children with you by way of just having the, we're having a very transparent conversation of of being you know me being a parent. Um, they you know I, they have not uh, other than the letting me know if they needed to take a pause for the bathroom that they've not been briefed in any other way um for the most part um i i really want uh all those out there in blog land to to understand how important it is to be in your children's life to be a part of your family um for the brothers you know in particular you know to to show the best part of you never mind the, the earthly things that happen that make us angry, that make us depressed, that you know, all the things that show our, our darker selves, you know, reach for the light, you know, stand in the light. And so, um just want to start there. Um, you guys got anything you want to say? Or are you only answering questions? <laughs> you know what I have? I have well, a... Go ahead, son. Go ahead. This is noble. Go ahead, son.
2: Well, I just want to say that I have a dad. I have both my parents.
1: And that I have friends and a sister. Okay, okay. So he, I'm hoping he was loud enough. He basically said that he have a dad, he have a friend and a sister, he have both his parents. And that's important that children feel secure and feel safe and know that, you know, for the parents to know that they're needed. Oftentimes, you know, children, you know, they think they know everything. We thought we knew everything at that age. And it's important to let them know that they don't know. Everything and that it's always room to know I will admit that in my 40 plus years there are still things that I'm learning today and so That's the that's the beauty of evolving. That is the beauty of growing and that's the beauty of just being uh, Who God meant you to be and so uh, this show this the sacred masculine show I know you know, there's a lot of things we could do we could meditate we could chant you know, the children, you know, my children to tell you in particular, I, they remember times when I had them in the car. We were playing the CD and they, they were chanting. You know, you can live a regular life uh, and still be spiritual, you know. And when I say regular life, meaning, you know, you know, of course spiritual people smile and they laugh and they sing and they dance. We do all those things, you know. Early this morning, uh, we made a decision to make candy apples. And uh, it's been a quite sticky morning. Uh, <laughs> and so just want to, um, uh, I'm going to play a song the the children love this song um they they typically dance you know or nod or nod their head when i play it and and they love it so i'm going to uh, play it i hope hopefully you enjoy it
3: Of the realness. Still, I'm legend like Will Smith. In the presence of the fake, I am a real gift. Open it, open it, or be something, open it. Women of the people get emotion sick. We ride on the highs and the lows of it. On the south side, we got homes for it. Standing up like rich prior, we get fire and inspired by the prospect to get higher. your sire on the throne, grew up around the stones. The ranger, so I stand I
4: I stand alone, I stand alone
3: Blessed to live, not just my kids, want the best for his, progression lives, where the lessons is, I got my own, God bless the kid, in the mid part of Babylon, listening to Farrakhan in the parts of Avalon, streets we will battle on, got the good book in my carry on, Life is a race, I'm the marathon, man on the moon, get a voice of room, rose from the concrete, told you I would bloom, situation brought out the hero, a little black 13 year old, the voice of the Lord in my illo. telling me my purpose, I can see it clear old, revolution in the execution of lyrics, spirit of Gil Scott Marvin Gaye, modern day i sky, I, stand alone. I stand alone. irresistible appeal of black individuality. Where has all of that gone? The very people who blazed our path to self-expression and pioneered a resolutely distinct and individual voice have too often succumbed to mind-numbing sameness and been seduced by simply repeating what we hear, what somebody else said or thought, and not digging deep to learn what we think or what we feel or what we believe. Now, it is true that the genius of African culture is surely its repetition, but the key to such repetition is that...
1: And that was Robert Glasper featuring Common in I Stand Alone. Just wanted to, uh, like I said, share that with you guys. That is definitely a song that the kids, they jam to. And so I wanted to... You know, share that with you guys. That was a little something that fell on the back. Uh, so, yeah, we are in Dad's basement, and the kids know this as uh, kind of like Dad's room, if you will. The Bat Cave is what I call it. My son likes to come down here and, and hang out with me sometimes. My daughter will come down if she sees me down here. Uh, what are you doing? And most most guys have some type of uh, man cave, if you will, which is what this room is for me, um, which is where uh, the lab, uh, if you will, for the Sacred Masculine show I um, want to talk to the kids about, you know, just asking them some questions and getting getting them to share uh, what are they, you know, most thankful for. Um, do you guys want to talk about that? What, who wants to go first? Okay, Noble, raise his hand. So, Noble, you want to tell folks out there how old you are?
2: Okay, hi, I'm Noble, and I'm 10 years old.
1: Okay, and what are you most thankful for?
2: I'm most thankful for my family and friends okay. and all the things that I have.
1: Okay. Also, are there some things that you wish you did have, or you yes. feel like you got everything you need?
2: There are. Well, there there aren't really any things that I wish I have. But I, uh, I'm still thankful.
1: You feel thankful that even if yes. you, some things that you don't have. Yep. Okay. What's well, up? You want to talk more? Let's talk a little bit about that because there are a lot of kids that if they don't have something, they really like have a hard time. And, uh, I think it's important that you, you know, maybe you could be a help to them and helping them understand why it's important to be thankful, even if it's some things that you don't have. What, what would you say to those kids?
2: I'd be like, just be thankful for what you have and be, like, if you're mean to your parents, just be nice to them because it's what, it's like all they can do for you and stuff. So that's what I would say.
1: Okay. We well, we'll appreciate that, son. Uh, daughter, do you yeah. want to share that? This is uh, first. Introduce yourself. How old you are, and we can.
2: Um. Hi, I'm 13. Who are you? Journey.
1: Okay. And what are you thankful for?
2: Um. I'm mostly thankful for my parents because if it wasn't th- for them, I wouldn't be alive right now.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate that, and you know the, the thing about being alive. I mean, definitely physically, we are all here, physically alive. But also, you know, the, the the song that I just played was "I Stand Alone," and you know, of course, our children don't stand alone. Uh, however, you know, you um, you want your children to know, and at least, you try to encourage them to uh, that you are there for them, and they don't always, they're not always happy with your decisions. You know, they're not always happy with everything you do. The, the joke that I used to tell, you know, in the work that I do to the kids, I say, you know, you guys act as if, you know, parents are sitting around um, plotting on how to make your day, you know, uh, miserable. And that's really not what we we do. We we want to protect you from most things, and, and oftentimes uh, that protection is even from yourselves. And so it's important that children really understand uh, how, you know, how parents work hard. You know, And we don't want you guys to suffer from things that we suffered from. Uh, we want you guys to, it's almost, and I like to talk about it this way, let's say if we were all walking in a line. And if I'm walking in a line ahead of you guys, I may look down and say, hey, look out for that ditch. Look out for that over there. Watch out for that. And so when we say not to do something or don't do that, that's really essentially what we're doing because we've walked that line called life. Prior to you guys. Does that make sense to you guys? Yes. And and is, and we want to protect you from that. Now, there's some things we're not going to be able to protect you from. You know, you guys probably will have your hearts broken. You're going to fall in love, you know, um, when you get older. I told Journey she can't uh, date until you're how old, Journey? 30. Say it louder.
4: 30.
1: Yeah, she knows that she can't date until she's 30. And I know folks are laughing. My son, he has the same requirements that he should focus on school. And, uh... If you focus on school, you would never have a problem uh, meeting a significant other because you would have done, you know, you would have, you, you'll basically be prepared for that in life. Hopefully, now there are some people that they focus more on dating, and as a result, they've neglected their own lives. So, we're, but that's another topic for the Sacred Masculine show. Um, so I really, I really think it's important that you know. Children understand why parents say don't do this or do that or do it this way because we really want you guys to uh, have healthy, happy experiences. Not look back and say, "Oh, you know, mom or dad didn't say anything about anything," and as a result, this is what I got to deal with. We want you guys to experience the best. So, what I'm going to do now? I was really, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, with for the sake of music. Um, You know, we are, um, we are multi-level, you know, the the sacred masculine show, we we operate on different mediums. And so, what I want to share with you guys now uh, is another song. I hope you will appreciate it. This is Stevie Wonder. So that was Stevie Wonder, Isn't She Lovely. For all those that don't know, that song he wrote for his daughter. Uh, and so, you know, although he's saying, isn't she lovely, I will say, isn't he and she lovely. And so I hope that all parents out there in Blogland, uh, you know, listen to that type of song and take it as serious as brother Stevie Wonder did. Basically acknowledging his children, uh, His well, I think he has more than one now, uh, but his acknowledging his daughter um at the time uh in which you know he was really celebrating a life that came from his life and i think that's really important if we are uh really paying attention we can understand the importance of really what life is there's so many people out there uh, when they have children they 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 think about the worst they think about not having money and they think about not being able to be prepared and think about all these different things Uh, what they can't do, but if you really sit and reflect that your life gave life to another life, that's, that's really deep. You know, we're talking about our life that comes from God, and here we have our offspring coming to us from God, but coming through us, uh, from our union with someone else. And so, um... Just want to give folks an opportunity to reflect on it. That really is a deep concept. And if anyone out there has has witnessed their children's birth, you really and truly know that you are witnessing a miracle. Uh, I want to go back to the children right now. I know, um, you know, you guys. Uh, so, what are your what are your thoughts? I mean, you know, Thanksgiving is coming up, and you know, you guys got any favorite foods that you wanna that you're thinking about eating when Thanksgiving comes? What do you think about eating noble?
2: I like turkey. Mashed potatoes with gravy. Okay. Um string beans, peas and mac and cheese.
1: Okay. Sound like you got a healthy appetite.
2: I just rhymed right there.
1: Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> what what about you, Johnny? What's your favorite uh Thanksgiving?
2: Um, mostly the pie. Say again? Mostly the pie.
1: So just to sweet the pie. What kind of pie? Uh
2: like pumpkin pie. Pumpkin and pie? pie.
1: Okay. So none of the uh of the dinner, just the dessert. Um, I guess. Like, okay. mashed potatoes,
2: probably. Okay,
1: mashed potatoes. Okay. Okay. It's funny. Your mom likes mashed potatoes. I think. uh Son, you have a question? You're hungry right now? Oh, he's telling me that he's hungry right now. We I think talking about this food definitely makes, can make you hungry. So, uh... We've been going, we've been going to the spiritual community. We've been a part, I've been a part of the spiritual community that I'm a part of now, uh, where I am the associate minister, for about eight years. And I guess I want to share with, I want to ask you guys, not share, you know, what have you guys gotten? What can, what, what do you remember? I guess this is the best thing. What do you remember most about going to uh, church on Sundays? Um, what do you most remember? And you know we haven't gone every Sunday, but on the Sundays that we've gone, mostly we've gone. You know whether we go as a family or you know if either one of you is with me. What have you guys gotten uh, from that experience? You, who wants to go first? So, journey. What have you? What do you remember? You can, You don't have to. You don't have to process. Just what do you remember most about going to church?
2: Um. Sometimes the messages. Okay. That they're telling you, giving you.
1: Okay. Okay, okay. So she said the messages. Anything else? Okay. Son, anything that you, you remember? It's the
2: same thing what Journey said mm-hmm. and all the activities that we did in the children's church. We used to go up into the grown ups church after they were singing and present what we were doing. Okay. Downstairs. Okay. And it was really fun.
1: Okay. Okay, so it sounds like he, you guys have uh, sort of a well-rounded experience there. So it sounds like there was a lot of definitely some music. Um, you you like the messages. Uh, you like the the fellowship with the other youth, and fellowship with the other adults. So there's a lot of things, right? And both of you guys, your your moms have been a part of the, uh, has been a part of the church. Um, so yeah, so I, I definitely wanted to give folks an opportunity to, you know, like I said before, just reinforce you know, engaging in spiritual activities. And I'm not necessarily saying that you have to go to church. I think any type of activity uh, is important. My daughter asked me this morning, she said, oh, I thought we were going to church, with, something about church. And I said, well, you know, the church is in you. And it's really important for for children uh, to know how, you know, church is within them. So if you don't go into a physical building, if by any chance the physical structure, something happens to that, you know, there's a part of God you know, a large part of, uh, of you, uh, all of it, all of you that has, has God in it. And it's just to be mindful of that, uh, in your reflection, whether it be something that you read, whether it be music that you listen to, whether it be, you know, songs that you sing, if you read the Bible, if you read the Quran, if you read the Bhagavad Gita, if there's some stories that are just inspirational, uh, my children have, you know, they have come to appreciate when, you know, in the moments that I speak, uh, before the congregation, the stories. Um, and, and I, I, it's interesting because I didn't, I didn't think that maybe they would like the stories, but they, they really do. My son uh, has had the opportunity to videotape me. Um, uh, so I, 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 I'm always curious, uh, what he's thinking, you know, being behind the camera with his dad speaking. And My daughter has assisted as well, uh, from time to time. She's also a little novice photographer. Um, so you guys want to talk about that? Just, just being a part of this whole thing, watching it, uh, as a, you know, being young people.
2: Um, well, I think humor is good.
1: Humor is good? Okay. It,
2: yeah, it loosens people up.
1: Oh, good. Okay. What about you, Noble?
2: Um, I like humor, too, you know, and a little bit of, like, action.
1: A little action? What kind of action do we <laughs> have at church? A fight scene? Like
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like, dancing and stuff.
1: Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen much um, dancing in church. We We do have a lot of singing. Although they do have, some churches have what's called a liturg- liturgical dance. And uh, I know, Journey, you said you've seen it and you liked it, right? Where they do a kind of a dance to like a maybe a gospel song.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a that's mind. called,
1: yeah, litur- a mime. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of spiritual communities that have that. Um, okay, so that's good. You know, uh, it's it's always interesting, like I said, to see what the kids get out of this whole process. So the children have a... Not a poem, but a verse from Marianne Williamson's uh, "Return to Love." There's a there's a quote that's most uh, often uh, given credit to Nelson Mandela, the late Nelson Mandela. But Marianne Williamson actually uh, wrote it in her book, and they wanted to share with you guys out in bloggers in Blogland. Wanted to give them opportunity to share with you, so. Uh, You guys, uh, who who wants to start? Who's starting?
2: I'll start. Okay, go ahead. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We are born to make manifest the glory of God within. that is within us. It is not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our pressure automatically liberates others.
1: Thank you, guys. Okay, I just, you know, we just had a nice funny moment. I was saying to them that they could keep the sheets and they would just like, no. uh, (laughs) For what? And so definitely wanted to encourage parents out there to continue to instill you know, spirituality in their children by way of song, by way of verse, by way of poetry, by way of your very being, um, and and you know, force never really works. So just being yourself is all that matters. Um, if you so, if you're engaging in activities, I remember taking the kids to the playground and seeing other parents there um, yelling and cussing at their kids, and I don't, I don't think I did I did I do I don't think I did any of that. No. Yeah. Yeah, my daughter. I think my daughter says that I'm lying,
2: um,
1: but I, I don't remember doing that. We would kind of like we would notice uh, that other parents really had a hard time managing their kids' behavior. Maybe my daughter, you know, the the oldest kids always have a uh, a different story from the youngest kids because the oldest kids experienced you when you didn't have it together, uh, and, and so that is a funny story. Most most older. Children will tell you that the younger kids get over because they, by the time the younger kids come around, the parents are tired and they've been beaten a little bit, you know, been beaten up a little bit. So they they t- they typically submit to the younger kids because they're tired. Uh, and that is, that is that's probably a common joke among kids uh, that are uh, more, you know that aren't the only children. Um, so definitely want to encourage uh, parents out there to engage in these activities with their children. Um, You guys want to share anything? I also want to include you more in this thing. You guys are being real uh, relaxed. I'm fine. Yeah, my son is hungry, <laughs> so I think he's only focusing on food. Uh, daughter, you got anything you want to say? Okay. So, definitely want to wish everyone out there a very, very, very happy Thanksgiving. Are we wishing? Do y'all want to say that?
2: Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, guys, and I hope that you... Well, have. I hope that you will be stuffed, not in a bad way, in a good way, because I know Thanksgiving is the most delicious holiday of all. And it's for being with your family, not just for eating food.
1: Journey, what about you?
2: Coney more.
1: Okay, she's been, she's been, and she's, I guess she's been shy today. I'm always shy. Okay. She's always shy. So as we uh, bring this program to a close, definitely want to, you know, echo what the children have said about, you know, wishing uh, them, wishing everyone out there um, a very happy uh, Thanksgiving. And, you know, there's a lot going on in the world right now. And so we have to really be mindful that family is important. You can never take that for granted, that oftentimes... You know, you know, when you talk to different people, they'll they'll share with you, you know, there's some things they wish they had done. Um, you know, in in, in their relationship with their family members that, you know, that are not here anymore. So definitely want to encourage everyone um to to be there, uh, for their family, to be there with their children. Uh and so in conclusion, I want to leave you with this thought. And I'm gonna this is gonna be uh, I'm gonna share this every uh Sacred Masculine show. As you continue to Yearn. Seek in the sacred ways that may include taking classes, reading scripture, participating in a variety of service to others, or simply being still and knowing and being reminded that the sacred that you yearn, the God that you long for, is already in you.
4: Yeah.
1: Until next time, this is Reverend J encouraging you to be the light that you seek to be illuminated by. Speak the words that you wish to hear and love others the way God continuously loves you. This is Reverend Jay from the Sacred Masculine Show signing off. Enjoy your holidays everyone.
0: The Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel A. Gilliam and we want to thank you so much for joining us this evening and we look forward to talking with you really soon. We do have some maybe one or two shows that are going to be broadcasted but we're not quite clear on exactly when but in the meantime what we're going to do is we're going to re-broadcast some of our favorite shows. So thank you for joining us and we will see you soon. Love, peace, and blessings, everyone.